Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres from Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, We're going to... The first semifinal is down and out. Argentina wins 3-0 against Croatia. Um, a game that Argentina crowded the midfield for Croatia. They did not let Croatia ever get that good possession of the ball or dictate the tempo or never really got comfortable in possession um, and were trailing in transition, which typically they run back further, they're faster than others. But when you have a player like Julian Alvarez and Messi, um, it imbalances any defense, especially a stubborn defense like Croatia. They were picked out um, at times. They were um, fairly... Um, they were good in the beginning of the game. And then once a, a ricochet of a pass ends up to another player, a player picks up the ball and plays it in the middle to Julian Alvarez to run onto the keeper and then get fouled by the keeper at the same time, which I think it was a penalty kick because Julian beat the goalie to the ball and the goalie run, uh, the goalie ends up finding his way towards the player and the player's momentum goes to the keeper. So it's a collision. So at the end of it all, it, the keeper is not supposed to collide with anybody as well. Um, I think Argentina with that uh, penalty kick by scored by Messi, they got a bit deflated. Then um, the the second goal, um, the second goal by uh, let's see, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna find out right now for you who was the second goal. And the second goal was uh, Julian Alvarez again with the <laughs> tremendous. 50-yard run towards uh, towards the goal and poor defending on Croatia, which is unlike them too as well. They just weren't ready for Julian Alvarez's speed and his uh, uh, player of you know who's a bit like a midfielder but a forward at the same time, and he has tremendous, tremendous pace, tremendous skill, great awareness of what's around him, and a great effort for the team he does all the running tracking back for Messi and he does uh, a magnificent job he was he was taken off uh, in the second half to save legs for the next game for the final it's and then and then Messi and his third goal takes on the center back from Croatia in the second half makes him dance turns him around makes him go in a circle and then he finds Alvarez open and Alvarez gets his second goal in the game so goal by uh, Messi and then two goals by Alvarez makes it 3-0. And Croatia never really got into the game after that. Um, and in these semifinal games, small margins, uh, uh, small details. And like I said, this the first play was Otamendi trying to come out through the back, passing the ball. But his pass, pass got deflected by... Uh, by one of the Croatian players and it'll wind up going in midfield to another Argentinian player who just picks up his head and spots Alvarez making a run down the field. And it's all about who's quicker and reactive time on being these certain events and moments that in the game that are defined. And what Argentina has is that they have that savviness and awareness in this game and throughout the tournament they're able to finish opportunities 
and they've started poorly in the first game. Now they're in the finals, and it's important. Maybe the loss was important because they were going on 36 games unbeaten. They lost the first game of the World Cup, reacted, and came back. Um, a t- tremendous team there. You know, I'll tell you this. They're not the most talented players on that field for Argentina. They have one player that defines, you know, history and legendary player, uh, Lionel Messi. But everyone else runs for Messi. And they're not the best players. They're not the most talented. But they prov- they give everything out on that field for him. They play 110% for Messi. They add in the extra 10% so that Messi can play. Uh, and then they move for Messi. They open up for Messi. They track back for Messi. They make runs for Messi. They provide the space for Messi. And Messi p- delivers for them. And so this team is is looking very good. We'll see how they'll play. And uh, credit to Escoloni. He learned from what Brazil didn't do. He crowded the midfield because the strongest part of Croatia is their midfield. So he put four players in midfield to just hit them every time they got the ball. Never let them be comfortable. They're going to pass us through, but they're going to have to struggle and try to beat us on the run, which they don't want to do. They want to contain and dictate the play, make it slow, make it boring because they don't have the strikers to go in behind. Um, So Croatia... Croatia struggle with the, the just the aggressiveness in midfield that uh, Argentina provided. Um, Argentina will have to play a certain way against either differently against France or differently against Morocco and then uh, the other semifinal. We'll see what they do. I think uh, I think what they'll do is they'll probably just pack in the midfield again or pack in the defense. Either one, play a line of five or play four in the midfield. Just because essentially they're going to have to play transition soccer. They're not going to define or gain possession each of those games, and they're going to have to play uh, play better uh, in midfield and try to understand and try to outwit those opponents, and we'll see. When you have Messi on your side, anything is possible, and a player in Messi's form and Alvarez's form at the moment, they are leading this team, and... They're going to get some players that were suspended from uh, yes to, uh, last game ready to play for the final. They have everyone full, fully fit and ready to go, minus Lautaro Martinez, who's carrying an injury. But you never know when he's going to be able to step in. Who knows? He might be his moment in the final. He did lead his team to to the semifinal with that last-minute penalty kick, who he... he was his contribution to the tournament so far because he had he didn't have the best game against Saudi Arabia in the first one. And Scaloni, the manager of Argentina, he did bold changes. He ripped up a little bit of his plan and went to plan B and went defensive and went with more solid solidarity in, in midfield and, and went back because they were a possession-based team this whole time. And now they've learned to to not be that as well, be more uh, pragmatic and, and, and aggressive in midfield and all the other team, the other team uh, get comfortable. So we'll see what happens. I think uh, France should beat Morocco, but you never know. Morocco is on a high form, but they have a few injuries in the back. So we'll see. Um, but France should should beat Morocco. Hopefully, it will be a great match. Uh, unlike this one, that was kind of just a one-sided game at, at one point. Um, and 
and don't and so don't sleep on Morocco. They might be able to get a win, but France is a team that has fragile in the back. But you never know. They have Kylian Mbappe who might turn up. So I think it will be France in the final versus Argentina. We'll see. Argentina will see either one. Um, thank you all guys for listening. Please uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks guys. Bye.